Welcome to another episode of Overthink with Brittany. I am Brittany, your host, and I know I have been MIA for a while, probably a month or so. I'm not even sure, but I am so, 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 so sorry, but I am here and I am back for now. There's just been so much going on. And I know I've been saying that since the year started and the saga continues. It's just, I think this just may be my life from here on out, which I'm not complaining yet anyway, but just to give you kind of a, a brief overview of all your girl has been doing. I got honored at work. I hit a good milestone. So I received me a nice little expensive plaque to put on my wall in my office. I performed at 420 Fest. For all of those who follow me on Instagram, you know I posted about that a while ago and just trying to advertise it with the Storytellers Group, in which I may be doing a lot more with that later, so stay tuned. But the Storytellers Group is something around my city where we just go around telling intimate stories in front of an audience based on a topic. So this year's topic was taboo. Obviously that goes with, you know, 420 Fest, drugs, sex, and rock and roll. So I had a great time doing that, of course, if you know me. I participated in that. um, And I also got accepted into my PhD program, guys. Yay. So I know that's probably news to you all. I haven't shared anything about it. That's just kind of how I am. I'm an open book with certain things and I know it can be weird, but things like that are just so deeply personal for me and I just don't tend to share those type of things, but I'm about to take on this journey over the next couple of years. I still don't really quite know how I feel about it, but I am excited that I got accepted. I don't have a clue what to expect or what I'm about to get myself into, but here goes nothing. I do think it'll be great for me. It is something I said I wanted to do a while ago. I kind of got out of the school thing and didn't want to do it anymore, which school tends to do for me often. But honestly, having those letters behind my name and being referred to as a doctor would mean so much to me personally. So one little tidbit I will throw in here is If you're seeking more education, please make sure your intentions with that are pure. Because if they're not pure and they're not deeply personal and something you want to do for you, you're not going to be good at it. You're going to be dragging and kicking and screaming the whole way through. But what do I know? Anywho, that's kind of a nutshell of the things that have been going on. School has finally ended for me, at least for this semester. I am looking forward to just a chill summer. Well, as chill as can be for me, but I got all my grades turned in. I'm definitely excited about that. So I can go ahead and close the spring chapter for now. Just relax for a little bit and then put on a different hat in the fall. So I'm still in one piece. I am here, I am doing well, and I hope you all have been taking good care of yourself, taking my advice, and doing well yourselves. Now on to today's topic. I admit this is probably going to be a rant 
And I also admit this is a deeply triggered podcast episode. I just don't know what's wrong with us. And I'm talking to you, sisters. Now, this isn't about the situation with Ebony. We'll talk about that in a whole different episode because I believe it deserves one all its own. But this one is more specific to something that happened to me in the workplace, which is something that occurs quite often for me as a black woman in a space dominated by white people. And I I, I definitely think it is very sad and I hate that it happens. However, I think it's time to address it because clearly we have a problem, especially with other women in high positions in workplaces. To kind of set the tone a little bit, let me tell you about what one of the things I do on my jobs is. So I advise undergraduate working adults, that piece is important because they are not traditional undergraduate students, meaning they are not students that come straight in from high school. These are people who may be first-generation college students, may have put off college for years, had an entire family and are now going back to school, or those who went straight to work and have been working years before they decided to now come back and get the degree because now the degree matters, which is something else we'll talk about at some point. But working adults, I also advise graduate students into our MBA program. So those who have just graduated or those who once again put school off, kind of like I did, I sat out for at least 10 years before I went to graduate school. So that just kind of paints the picture of the type of people I work with. So these are not immature kids. These are adults who likely have their own families, likely have kids who are in college themselves or are headed that way and have worked in their careers to some great length at some point. There are also people who decided during COVID that I'm tired of sitting at home. I now want to make something of myself. That's important too, because not all of them can be grouped into one category when I say working adults. Being that that is the case, right? I help them put in plans Right. So I help them look over what the curriculum is. I look at any transfer credits that they may have, which is something that gets under people's skin. And let me just say this too, guys, for those who are not, you know, deeply knowledgeable about education, you can't just take credits at one school and take them anywhere and everywhere. It doesn't quite work like that. So something I always tell students especially when we're talking about majors, human resources management, we'll use that as an example. You can't take all of your major elective courses for human resources management at one school and then transfer somewhere else, take a couple of classes and get a degree with that school's name on it. You can't do that, that doesn't make any sense. If you're going to get a degree from a school, you have to take a majority of your classes at that school, okay? Anybody with common sense knows that. 
but I deal with people who don't have common sense on the regular. So this is something I make sure to explain to them early on. So I wanted to just paint the picture of what I do when I'm in the advising role, right? So they're coming in, I let them know what the curriculum is, I'm giving them an estimated graduation date, I'm helping them register for classes, all of the above. Very simple, very easy. And I will admit in my eyes, okay? So I'm not gonna take away from, you know, the fact that people don't know and understand everything. I do know that I am the expert here and therefore I want to be treated like the expert. But what happens when you're trying to tell a student this, a black woman in particular, you're trying to lead her, you're trying to help her because you know, girl, I'm the only one on your side here. I'm the only one here. I'm trying to look out for you. All these other people don't care about you, right? I can't say that, but that's what I'm trying to do. I like to care for my own. I do have a certain affinity for my own. I try not to have favorites, but... I care about my people. I want to see my people do well. I want to see my people succeed. There is no reason for me not to. So when I tell you all this, I know you're going to be like, that makes absolutely no sense. But here we go. I told the, this particular student, I'm not even going to name her name. I, I really want to because that's kind of how petty I can get, but I'm not going to do that just for the, the sake of what I do for a living. But I let her know from the jump, because again, I'm looking out for you, sis. All your credits aren't gonna transfer in. Her response was immediately, I wanna talk to somebody else. So this is red flag number one, right? This is one thing I hate that black women in particular do to other black women, right? So you don't trust my judgment. And I can go on into all of the reasons why, but black woman to black woman, you don't trust my judgment. You want to talk to somebody else. Cool. That's perfectly fine. We're going to take it for what it is. This is my first time speaking to you. So, you know, I let her know, unfortunately, there's nobody else to speak to. I am that girl. <laughs> I love how that sounds like, but seriously, I, I am her. I am she. I'm all you got, babe. And I let her know that gracefully. And then I went, you know, back through what we're looking at and trying to explain to her why, right? We, you know, handled that pretty fine. That went over smoothly. Everything was good for a while. She decides to change her major, which of course is going to change what the courses look like. I give her a new recap. You know, she's just like, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I know we're going to be tight throughout my time here because you're going to help me, blah, 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 right? Why do I get a call from the dean of the school to come in her office? Now, I will give the dean this. I love her to death. She always looks out for me. She always has my back. True. White lady, too. She always has my back. I appreciate that in the workplace. And she just wanted me to kind of sit there and listen to their meeting. Now the student didn't know I was there. Why she's sitting there going off on me, y'all? Going off about how I'm not personable and how she doesn't want to talk to me and how I am setting her up for failure. And that's the one thing that triggers me the most. Whenever I hear students, you're setting me up for failure, which I've heard quite a few times. And they're always from black women, by the way. And yes, that does matter. I'll tell you why later. But it's always I'm setting them up for failure. 
So I just want to take it back to my whole beginning spiel on this. What is it that I have to gain? <laughs> like I laugh even saying that. Me choosing you out of all the students that I meet with and speak to who have way more than you, who do way more than you, who could be more beneficial to me. But I chose you, black woman, out of all people to ruin your educational career. What do I stand to gain from that? It just sounds stupid, right? And y'all know I would want to call people stupid all day, but I can't. I, I can't because I know it's not nice. But again, if you've listened to me for a while, you know I'm not a nice person. I've told you all that. I'm not nice. I'm kind. I like people. I like doing the right thing. But the minute I see a red flag, yeah, I'm not that nice. <laughs> but anywho, back to the story. I'm listening to her dumb ass go on and on and on about what problems she has with me. And of course, you know, the dean, me and her have this relationship. She's kind of whispering off to the side because this is a Zoom meeting. She's trying not to turn her head to let the student know that I'm in the room or if anybody's in there listening. She's like, I'm trying not to say anything, but I kind of want to laugh. And she's saying that to me because she knows me. I don't like a liar. I don't like people that pick fights or people that like to call names because they don't get their way. And let me tell you, that's the quickest way to make sure I don't help you moving forward. I've had another student that ha that happened to before. Don't come back asking me for shit because I don't know what I'm doing, right? You know more than me, so you got it, and I will not help you. I am literally the only person that does that and the only black. Good luck, sis, on finding someone else who's going to help you. But anywho, let's fast forward. I sat there and listened to it. The dean could tell I'm upset. Like, she doesn't like, and this is a stereotype that we black women hold, which there probably is some truth to, I'm going to be honest. She didn't want me to address it. She didn't want me to say anything because she already knew where I was going with it. Now, was I going to have an attitude to be nasty? Absolutely not. But she knew I was going to have a smart aleck remark because where else can you go with dumb people than to just elevate your smartness 10 times more with stuff that you know they don't understand and then ask them, does it make sense? That's my favorite thing to do. Does, does that make sense? <laughs> but anywho, she, the, she being the dean sets up another meeting to where we all can meet together. So, you know, of course, in between this time, I'm ready. I'm getting myself together for this meeting. And let me tell you another thing I hate the most. Why would we all get on that meeting? This student act like nothing ever happened. That's the quickest way, again, to piss me off. And I played with her for a while because I'll, I'll play the game with you for a while, but I will end it. And there we go, right? So she's on the line talking all soft, you know, just like, yeah, I just wanted a better understanding where your ass should have sought clarity. But anywho, I just needed some understanding of this, that, and the other and, you know, I just want this, that, blah, blah, blah. So it's funny because while the dean is sitting there, she is realizing the dean is asking me. I'm, I'm telling the dean what needs to happen here. So catch that. And I know she felt particularly a, a bad way about that. But again, you, you should treat people who are looking out for you right from the jump. Then you won't have to deal with this type of stupidity. But here we go. 
Again, we're continuing. The dean is asking me because as a black woman in the workplace, you guys know we put our head down and we work. We learn all there is to know. We are the expert. Why? Because we've been taught we have to be better. We have to know more. We have to move faster, etc. which is not true and has caused us to run ourselves crazy at these jobs when we shouldn't. But I am glad that in our year of Lord Savior 2023, we are learning more self-care and we're not dealing with a lot of the foolishness that we have in the past and that we've been taught to deal with. Kudos to us for that. But in that, you're watching the dean look to me for answers. And you can see her face change because it's like, no, you're still not getting what you want here, sis. And now you poke the bear. So I'm not going to go out of my way to help you. I don't care if it's wrong or if y'all think so. I mean, my thing is you should approach people the right way from the beginning. And I don't want an apology either because I had another student. I, I don't want your apology. Let's start searching deep within your soul as a black woman as to why you felt like you needed a white person to corroborate my story from jump. Because that's what you wanted. Because y'all always think another sister's hating on you. That's like a common theme within our community, which I absolutely hate. Like there's not enough space for all of us. Like we all didn't work hard to get where we are. Oh, this pisses me off. Sorry. <laughs> but back to this, you know, eventually in the conversation, she got to a point where she's like, you know what, Brittany, I would just prefer for you to do it. Like, just help me, you know, pick my classes. And I'm just sitting there looking like, ma'am, that's what I was trying to do from the beginning. You're the one who has now brought in top people because you call yourself having to go over my head, which as a business student is unprofessional as hell. And I will throw that out there because it's like, you're coming into the business school. You need to learn and get some business about yourself. You don't handle business that way. When you have an issue, you go to that person, but see, she knew she was wrong. That's why she didn't come to me. And she was looking for somebody who was going to give her what she wanted. Which again, I already explained, that's a dumb thought anyway. You can't just come to this school and any other school with all these credits from somewhere else thinking your degree going to have this school name on it. No, ma'am, that's not how it worked. But my response to her in that moment was, well, and I'm going to leave her name out because I'm not going to say it. That's what I've been trying to do from the beginning. But we're here now. And I wish you guys could have seen her face and the dean saw her face. Like we talked about that later. She was like, her face changed. And it's like, yeah, because black woman, a black woman, especially in the workplace, some of y'all who have this, this nasty type of demeanor don't expect to get something back in return. You expect people to bow down because they're at work. And that's a real problem. And, I, you know, I just continue on. I said, well, that's what I was trying to do from the beginning. Like, if you recall, that's what I was doing. But you didn't want me to do that. And then I gave her a little lesson about trusting me and trusting the people who are here to help you. Because, again, it doesn't help me to hurt you. What do you have to do with me? Nothing. 
And I absolutely hate that I even had to say some of that stuff, but that is the sentiment that I hold, which leads me to why I named this the topic that I did. You know, one thing, and I know y'all don't like Kanye West, <laughs> but he does say some very profound things. And I will never, ever forget that line. The top is lonely, y'all. And it's like the more I progress, especially now knowing that I'm about to start a PhD program, the more I progress, the farther away from people I get. And perhaps that's the way God set out for it to be. I, I'm not, you know, ignorant to that fact that, yeah, the circle gets smaller. Yeah, you can't take people with you. But it's so sad as a black woman that the more you achieve, the more alone you feel because you feel like you can't trust people to be on your side. You can't trust people to support you. And so, yes, I realized with this student, that's probably what she was feeling. But I didn't give her a reason to feel that way. She gave me one. So it's, it's almost as if she automatically went on the defense. And she ended up looking like a fool in the end. How many times do we do that? Like it is so, 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 so sad. And I know this is going to come off wrong before I even say it. I already know, but it is what it is. I'm looking at her where she is and I'm looking at where I'm at. And it's crazy because it's like, you're looking to get where I'm at. And I'm literally putting my arm out there trying to help pull you up, sis. And instead, you want to pull me down with you. That's so sad to me. And I realize again, as I continue to move forward, the less people I'm going to be able to take seriously, the less people I'm going to be able to trust because you don't know who is trying to pull you down. You don't know who is trying to use you. You don't know who all of these wolves are walking around like they love you. It's so sad. And it's crazy because while I'm saying I feel this way personally, I'm always, you know, trying to tell Bay that these things happen because he's learning this same lesson right now in his life. I'm seeing so many of his so-called friends fall off. And he's so shocked and it hurts him. I see it because he genuinely thought these were people that cared about him. Like, I think it's so sad that you can't even depend on genuine support from people who have always been in your life. Which is why I don't share a lot of the good news that happens to me. And I know that's sad, but that's one of the reasons why I don't share a lot of things. Because while people will clap and smile, you don't know who's seething on the inside because it's not them. And because it's not them and because they aren't where they want to be, they can't even be genuinely happy for you. And I can tell you that's one place I've never been. I can't understand that because though I've always wanted more and I've always been around people who had more and I strived to be like them and to learn from them, I was genuinely happy for them still. 
Shit, help me get there. <laughs> That's how I look at it. A win for you is a win for me because I know you. That's how it should be. And not because you could get money out of me, not because you could get fame out of me, attention out of me. It's because you know I genuinely care and have your back too. But we can't do that in the black community, y'all. Because we stay negative, we stay on the defense, and we stay hating. Especially black women. Yes, I'm calling you out. I am one so I can do it. I'm cleaning out your closet. We are some hating people. And yes, we can take it back to always oh, slave days where our families were pitted against each other. Yes, that is fact. But guess what, guys? We don't have to follow suit. But we still do. It's a decision that a lot of us still make. That's why I don't have no respect for it. And I don't want to hear those lame excuses anymore. I don't. When is enough going to be enough? Like, it is so disappointing that it doesn't make any sense. And we're always wondering why we can't get ahead. Like, as I scroll through social media, which sidebar is another reason why I haven't even been motivated much. Because, you know, that's where I get a lot of my subject stuff from. And it's a lot of stuff to talk about, trust and believe. But it's so depressing because it's always so negative. Everything is so negative. I get tired of seeing the same conversations over and over and over again. Who's going to pay for what? I can't find no man because men are this. Women are that. BBLs. Like, I am so sick of these same conversations that get us nowhere. All it does is perpetuate hate for each other. I've given up. I don't think there's hope. Sorry. There's hope for me as an individual. And that's why I always encourage you all to be on top of your stuff and your game too. Because these people, not, I, they're not going to support you. They ain't going to have your back. And sometimes it's family too. Sorry to break it to you. And it is disturbing. Deeply, deeply disturbing. Like we look at all these other nationalities, all these other ethnicities and their families and how they have this generational wealth. We can't even figure out who's going to pay for a $20 meal. Like, come on, y'all. Come on. We're over here having debates about stupid stuff. And we're wondering why other people are light years ahead of us. And America is a big part of the problem, too. Yes, we all know it wasn't designed for us as black people to be successful anyway. We already know this. But being that we already know this, what are we doing with that information, guys? But sitting here hating on each other. And it's always going to be one or two. We always knew that. But now it seems like more of y'all have jumped off the deep end. There's no way we can all come together. We can't even figure out what color is what. And we'll sit here and play in each other's faces all day like we stupid. And people like me, I'll play the game with you. You think I'm stupid, I'll show you a fool. I will. And you can't get mad when I throw it up at, at you in the end of the day. It is what it is. But we got to do better when it comes to that. Ladies, you want to know why men act the way they do towards us? It's because of us. 
Like we can't even get it together with each other. They can't either, but one thing they're better at is faking it. When push comes to shove and they need to come together, they will. Hands down, no questions asked. Us, on the other hand, her hair look better than mine, so I can't be over there. You're hating. That's what you're doing. And a hating woman is not attracted to anybody. Sorry to break it to you. Now, we're going to talk about that other stuff later, as I mentioned, but I, ooh, it just keeps coming up now because this is another issue with black women that we have, too. But I'll go on in on that subject again on another day. But it's crazy because I see myself now at my age. I'm auntie age. <laughs> and one day I'm going to be an elder. And it's crazy because I have this notion in my brain that I want to save as many sisters as I can. But some of y'all young girls got some nasty ass attitudes. And you think you know everything, right? And you get on social media and you put on these facades when you're really lonely and you're sad. And instead of admitting that, you want to hate the next woman. I'm finally at an age where I get what my mom meant when she would say things like that. Like these young girls don't want help. Y'all don't. Y'all don't. And it's unfortunate. Because it's not going to be many women like me or many women like others, black women that are in high places that are going to be willing to help you. Because once you show yourself nasty... Watch me show you unfriendly because I don't have to do anything. Lucky for you, I want to. And this next situation, because it happens to me all the time. I can't even say this is a one-off situation. This happens to me often. And I've talked about this in another podcast before about the time, you know, as me being the only black person in my department sometimes and us having a meeting, how conversation about diversity equity and inclusion always comes to me and one of the things I shared with them is I get it from all the students not just the white ones I get it from the black ones too because we're so screwed up in the head won't get the help we need won't communicate sit here walking around like zombies it's crazy and it's scary because they're raising children they have the nerve to procreate with these attitudes and are passing that stuff down to their kids. That's why our kids are walking around depressed and anxious at five and six years old. Think it's a game. That stuff is passed through DNA. We ought to know that by now. But I guess ignorance really is bliss. Because if I walk around and act like these people don't exist and act how I could act, I wouldn't even feel a type of way right now, now would I? <laughs> and that is why it's lonely. Because you want to bring people with you, but you can't. And by the time you get there, it might just be you. But here's the funny thing. We're going to die alone anyway. Just like we were born. Let that sink in. 
it would be great if we could all just make the most of our time here because we're on borrowed time anyway. And instead of making the most of it, living it up, coming together, having a genuine family spirit, we want to spend it hating each other. I ain't got the time. <laughs> and maybe this is a midlife crisis. Me and others my age, whether we want to admit it or not, we are in midlife, y'all. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's why I feel so deeply about it. But I can tell you, I've had enough. I've had enough. Like, we got <laughs> wars going on around us. We have artificial intelligence about to take over. I don't know what y'all think about that, but I hope you see the writing on the wall. We got some real stuff about to come against us. What we gonna do, y'all? I mean, I already know it's gonna be survival of the fittest. It doesn't have to be, but it's gonna, it's gonna be that way. Because we can't get it together to save our lives, literally. Sad. What are my people going to do? And should I even care anymore? I'm about ready to hang y'all up to dry. <laughs> I love y'all. I really do. We're such a beautiful people. Such rich culture. Like the swag that we have naturally. All the innate abilities that we possess. And we mad because somebody else has a talent that we don't have. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. We need each other to balance each other out. What I can't do, you can. And vice versa. That's the whole point. Do you be you always. That's something I always say. Do you be you. We need you. But if you feel like you don't need me, cool. How far is that going to get us, y'all? I don't know. But like I said, it's some stuff coming down the pipeline. Think it's not. It's May in Georgia. And it's like 68 degrees today. That's the high. Things are getting a little weird, y'all. But again, what do I know? <laughs> Thank you all for listening to my rant. I know it was one. I felt like it needed to be said. I hope it blesses somebody today. May it be a blessing to the hearers. Somebody needs to say it. I hope when this war comes, I have a team behind me. But I do know if I have to be a team of one or two or three, we still good over here. But I don't know how much more willing me and people like me are going to be to help some of y'all out. Y'all are, <laughs> it's like you thrive and you live off of dysfunction and drama. You don't even see the writing on the wall. You're going to be so distracted. You won't even be prepared to fight when it comes to your door. But it's all good. 
at least you can live to tell the story of what was, right? Or what you could have, should have, and would have done had things been different for you. I'm tired of the sob stories, especially when we have the opportunity to be the change and to be the difference. Get over yourself and get the help you need. But anywho, I will catch you guys on the next episode. I promise I'm going to get you some more real soon. I know I've been too busy for y'all and treating y'all like, you know, bad stepchildren that you're not. I apologize, but I had to get in here on here to say this today to y'all. <laughs> Talk to you again soon. Bye.